Welcome to the TSO Podcast. I'm Kathleen Kajioka from the New Classical FM. We don't want to have gimmicky collaborations. If we brought a DJ into this, we wanted to make them part of the conversation. That's Adrian Fung, cellist of the Afiara Quartet. You'll hear from him later in the show. But first, Jordan Powell is the TSO's RBC affiliate composer. His role is to compose works for the orchestra and also act as a spokesperson for new music at the TSO. With the New Creations Festival just around the corner, he's here with the three things you should be watching for this week. Take a listen. Hi, I'm Jordan Powell. I'm the RBC Affiliate Composer with the Toronto Symphony Orchestra. This week, the New Creations Festival gets going, and there's a lot to watch out for. Yes, it can be a bit intimidating for some who aren't familiar with new music, but it's also tremendously exciting. And that's why I have these three things for you to look out for. The first thing you should know about is Brett Dean. He is the co-curator of this year's uh, New Creations Festival. He's an Australian composer who currently lives in Germany. He's uh, an amazing violist, was the former principal violist with the Berlin Philharmonic. And he's also a conductor. And the first night of the festival, March 5th, he will be starring as the solo violist in his viola concerto, which he wrote for himself. This year's festival is so diverse, and I think the second thing to watch out for speaks to that, and that's that we're going to have a DJ. And not just any DJ, this is, this is a world-renowned DJ. His name is Scratch Bastard, and he's been doing a lot of incredible crossover uh, genre-type stuff. On Saturday, uh, Scratch Bastard will be featured uh, with the Afiara String Quartet in the premiere of Kevin Lau's Concerto Grosso for Orchestra, String Quartet, and Turntable. Uh, And this work is a very interesting work. It's a work that emerged first from uh, Kevin's third string quartet. Uh, Scratch Bastard then did a treatment of Kevin's string quartet, which was recorded as part of the Afiara's Spin Cycle CD. And now he's reimagined the whole thing as a concerto grosso for orchestra, string quartet, and turntable. Scratch Bassett will actually be back as well on March 12th to close the festival with a festival remix where he will have recorded the three concerts across the entire festival and will provide a live remix to close the festival. The third thing to watch out for are all the extras that the festival offers. There are a number of pre and post concert events, which you can find on tso.ca. There will also be intermission chats where you'll have the opportunity to learn from and interact with the various artists, musicians, composers that will be featured as part of this year's New Creations Festival. There will also be a Composers in Conversation forum held at the Canadian Music Centre, hosted by yours truly, uh, myself, the RBC affiliate composer, Jordan Powell. 
uh, where I'll interview uh, various composers uh, featured on this year's festival. This is a free event, and I hope to see you there. Great, there you have it. Those are just three of the many things to watch out for at this year's New Creations Festival in the first week. The New Creations Festival offers you an opportunity to interact and hear works by leading artists of our time. I hope to see you there. That was Jordan Powell, the TSO's RBC affiliate composer. You're listening to the TSO podcast. Stay with us. This year's New Creations Festival is full of surprises. One of them is a world premiere of a new work for string quartet, turntables, and orchestra. It features the Afiara string quartet and renowned DJ Scratch Bastard. The collaboration began with a recording called Spin Cycle, and it continues on the TSO stage at Roy Thompson Hall. Adrian Fung is here from the Afiara Quartet. We're also joined by composer Kevin Lau, who wrote the piece. Welcome to the show, Adrian and Kevin. Thank you. Love to be here. So tell us, what is Spin Cycle? What is this all about? Well, Spin Cycle started off with the conversation Kevin and three other composers and the Afiar Quartet, Christos Hatzis, and the manager of Center Discs, Allegra Swanson. We were all sitting in a room and said, how can we create a disc that's actually going to make waves when we release it? And one of the ideas that came about was maybe a DJ coming to remix it. But the Afiara Quartet was kind of against that thing because we don't want to have gimmicky collaborations where two people meet and the conversation is basically struck up in 30 seconds. We wanted to make, if we brought a DJ into this, we wanted to make them part of the conversation. And so we started off not knowing exactly how the process was going to go. But essentially it became a three-stage process where Kevin and three other composers wrote us each a string quartet. The DJ, Scratch Bastard, remixed it, but the conversation didn't stop there. We had the composers respond to the remix, and then we had essentially a DJ quartet ensemble. And what we're doing with the Toronto Symphony is a rare fourth stage to this, where the TSO is a collaborator with the DJ and the Afiara quartet. So we'll hear more about that in a moment, but I'm curious about how you chose the DJ. For this project? The DJ, the Afiara Quartet worked with several DJs in our history. So the idea was that maybe we'd bring in a Canadian DJ like either Kid Koala or Scratch Bastard. But Scratch Bastard actually lived in Toronto. And because we wanted to have that long range conversation that we're talking about, this took about eight to 10 months just to uh, create the materials. So we needed someone that was on the ground. And Scratch Bastard is one of these terrific guys out from Halifax. He won several competitions. And we thought, hey, if he would be able to do this, it would be an incredible collaboration. So Kevin, what was this process like for you? Well, it's, it's been such a great journey and uh, an incredibly challenging one as well. I think this is something that I've, I've never really experienced before. Um, my world is very, very different from Scratch Bastard's world, and I have actually very little experience prior to this project with the world of DJ music, and I think for Paul it was, it was the same thing. He had never really collaborated with a classical composer, um, much less four different original quartets, and so we had to do a lot of conversing, and we had to kind of find some common ground for which to really explore the musical potential that could be 
you know, that could be had between these two worlds. And I think it's been it's been an immensely gratifying process, uh, but but again, quite challenging just to get on the same page. What do you think you might have taught each other in the process? Well, I think one of the aspects of musical fusion that we don't really think about is that it's it requires quite a bit of empathy. Uh, it requires a lot of seeing from someone else's perspective. And, and I think that for me, um, just doing the homework and actually listening to a lot of DJ music was, was really, I had to kind of inhabit that space and, and sort of put myself into the position of what it would be like to be at a club and then think of what that would be like with string quartet and what it would be like eventually with orchestra. And on his part, he had to he had to do a lot. I mean, he was the one that was really meeting me more than halfway because his art is based on juggling pieces of music that had already been, you know, really familiar to everybody. Uh, but this was a brand new piece and it had meter changes that he had never seen before. Uh, and so he had to plan his entrances and he had to sort of uh, do a lot of the things that classical musicians are used to doing, classical soloists are used to doing, and um, that was incredibly challenging for him. And I, but I think I think he relished it. I think he had a good time. Now, Kevin, if you had to explain to our audience the Concerto Grosso for orchestra, string quartet, and turntables, how would you do it? Well, it's uh, it's the fourth stage of a multi-stage process, as Adrian described, and. Uh, a lot of the work had gone into the, the previous three stages already. So in a sense, I was building off of uh, this collaborative stage between DJ and quartet that had already been established. Now the wild card was the orchestra, you know, how to recreate this piece in a sense, but with the Toronto Symphony as a major player. And I found actually initially that it was quite, I, I couldn't get my head around it for a really long time. And, and and then I realized that that was part of the that was part of the intriguing uh, aspect was that it was really hard to get my head around. And so I thought, why don't I make the actual conflict between traditions an actual part of the discourse? That sounds really exciting. I can't wait to hear it. Thank you so much for coming in. A pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having us. That brings us to the end of this week's TSO podcast. Don't forget, you can be in touch with the TSO at any time. Send an email to community at tso.ca or leave a note on our Facebook or Twitter pages. For more music and stories from the Toronto Symphony Orchestra, join us on Sunday night with the TSO. That's every Sunday at 8 p.m. on the new Classical FM. I'm Kathleen Kajioka. Join us next Monday for another episode of the TSO podcast.